the Cup and Saucy Book Club. I'm Jen. And I'm Zanna. What's in your cup today, Zanna? I've got another trope tea from the Ripped Bodice Trope Teas. Yay, our favorite. Yep. This time it's Immortality Blue Before You, which is a green rooibos chai. And you know how much I love chai. Ooh. Um, it's, it's not as spicy as I like my chai, but it's still very nice. How about you? And your chai is the spiciest. Just because mine is used. very spicy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I have got a new to me tea, new to me tea company, and I'm going to test my French here, but it's the Maquis de Sable, and that's a French tea and biscuit. I'm sure it's the English biscuit cookies. Not Southern biscuits. Not Southern biscuits, but English biscuits, just cookies. Tea and, uh, it's tea and biscuit company, and I found this at my local pantry specialty shop which i love to find new teas there i actually bought two of their teas from the local shop but i'm currently drinking a black tea with bergamot vanilla and blue cornflower petals and it's a lighter earl gray the bergamot's like doesn't like hit you over the head with it it's not overwhelming and the cornflower petals have a subtle flavor and this tea you can really taste them at the finish what are you doing? You sound like you're doing a wine tasting. I'm trying to elevate our tea to match our guest today. It is not every day that we get the audio sommelier. Oh, man, I love her. Her TikToks are great. Victoria Connolly is an experienced audiobook narrator working from her home studio in Spokane, Washington. She loves to read and narrate books in the romance genre and strives to mix business with pleasure as much as humanly possible, don't we all? And she's a lifelong performer with a love of acting and music that began in community theater. Oh, the community theater where we got a thing. Recently, she has produced titles independently, as well as with production companies such as Pink Flamingo, Tantor, and Podium. Victoria, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I loved your tea description. That sounded lovely. It did actually we, sound we very nice. Generally, describe them, you know, at, on a basic level. You just went a little more sommelier. Yeah, than, I, I yeah. just had to go. I just had to bring it up a notch just for you. I love it. That's great. Unfortunately, I am drinking a big, tall glass of clear tap water. Nice. That's so it's pretty, pretty uncultured today. Oh, no, I didn't bring a glass of wine. <laughs> well, that would be it's that would be a very different interview. Um, <laughs> if you had brought wine, this is true. It. I mean, yeah, like, like I said, I like to mix business with pleasure as much as humanly possible. So yeah, let's let's make that happen, too. But yeah, it's a little bit of a crazy Monday morning. So I, I came unprepared with anything tasty. But I definitely needed water. You know, that's the uh, basic staple of life. That's right. We all need it. And yes. I am, I'm so excited to talk to you. So we have met at several book events in 2023. And yes. I have a photo of uh, one of your t-shirts that, uh, that oh, I yes. absolutely loved. Uh, can you tell oh. our listeners what the t-shirt says? It says... I'm the voice of your audiobook boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I absolutely Which love I'm that. Like, I made another another one of those shirts for a narrator friend of mine who's who's met with you before, Shiloh James. Oh, yeah, Shiloh. And, um, yeah, my husband, um, we, we ran into each other at Steamy Lit in L.A. in August, and my husband wore a T-shirt that said, 
I'm in love with an audiobook narrator. Oh, oh. nice. And it was pretty cute, actually. <laughs> Only for one of the days of the event did we wear, like, the matching T-shirts. But I had been to a couple of these events you know, this year. And so I got the vibes. I'm like, okay, this is the place where you wear t-shirts. Right. Like, yeah. right. You represent, like, you just, you do your thing. You wear your podcast t-shirt, you hand out your bookmarks. Like you just, you meet people and you can, you make memories that way. So that was a lot of fun. And um, a few people were the next day when we weren't wearing, you know, walking billboards, uh, a few people were like, oh, are you the audiobook narrator? Like, couple, is this the audiobook narrator you're in love with? So <laughs> it was cute. Yeah. That yeah. Makes and then I put the memorable. names of the, yeah, it was fun. I put the names of the men I've voiced on the back of my t-shirt. But anyway, so yeah, it's kind of silly, silly and fun, but... <laughs> We did a lot of them in 2023. We're not doing so many yeah. this year, but we're... I want to hear where you're going. Well, we will be at Reader's Next. Take Denver. In 2024. That is, that is the one that okay. at the time of this recording is the one that is confirmed that we will both be okay. at. Yeah. And I will be there too. Nice. Right. Nice. So we yes. will see you and... We'll hang. Um, Let's hang out. Yeah. We'll get a drink. Mm -hmm. We'll get some wine. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So you will be... Uh, Readers Take Denver, are you going to be anywhere else in 2024? Yes, I will go to, and I'm kind of putting it out there. I mean, I'm about 90% sure I'll go, but um, Rare Edinburgh. Ooh, oh, nice. So in September. And, you know, other than that, I have some other events that I've seen. I just haven't... Um, committed to any others because i don't know what my workload's going to be like sure, next year sure but those are the two big ones and i think my husband and i will go to scotland together and make a trip of it and i needed no time at all to think about that one uh so, yeah so those are my two big ones and if i go to any more i don't know i'm overwhelmed i went to three <laughs> this year uh, three and then i went to apac in new york city which yeah. is um, a publisher's event and narrator's event and that was huge and then I went to the New England narrator's retreat okay which was a, a workshop a weekend workshop um and that was huge so I did five trips wow for this. that's a lot yeah. I did five trips for this thing so I'm like oh yeah we we, don't, we ever did it this last year with um in 2023 with seven each yeah, yeah. for a total of nine different events yeah, which was crazy. Oh, that's incredible. Crazy, crazy. That was too much. That was too much. It, it is a lot. It's it's yeah. a lot of prep, and then you need time to wind down and get back into the swing. So, yeah. 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 And wow. I'm even now catching up on, still catching up on everybody that we have talked to and said, oh, yeah, we're going to follow up yeah. with you after the event. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. I think that we... Even though we did overdo it, I think that that was a, a good thing for us to do because. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. You know, we. I'm not sad that we did it. I'm oh, just, no. You know, uh, it's just like. And no. got, and I'm not sad that we did it, but I'm also like next yeah, you know, this year, 2024 is not going to have to be so much. Yeah. So yeah. many. Yeah. But yeah. we got to meet amazing just a couple people. Good ones, so. Like you. Yes, we did. Like yeah. you. Exactly. And Readers Take Denver is going to be huge. It's going to be massive. Oh, so huge. So I'm going to meet a ton of narrators that yeah. I have not had the that'll set us, to meet before. That'll set us up for the year, I think. Yeah. 
So yeah, we got to be oh, work, yeah, working the sure. whole time. But you yeah, know, that, we will... that uh, I mean, the author yeah. the author list is intimidating. The narrator list is intimidating. For real, for real, it is. For us, at least, it'll be fun. For us, at least, we've interviewed about half of them at this right? point. So that's, that's cool. <laughs> it is so cool. When you, I I mean, even just this year, I saw many familiar faces at yeah. the, the yeah. event. That, it feels it feels great to recognize. Yeah folks and have a connection with them I I love that it's like a big happy family it is and you know I was so new this year I barely have any books on audible I've been narrating for two years in February okay so I had kind of gone through my first year before I went to any events um and I have a pseudonym I retired that I did a bunch of paranormal romance under um but anyway so uh it was kind of it was a different experience for me, but I found everyone so warm and welcoming and interested and interesting, even though I wasn't anyone. And I'm still yeah, you are. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm a newer narrator, so it's it's not like a lot of folks have heard the books that I've done or my work, but that's well, okay. Give it We're, time. Like We're, I said, enthusiasm. Yeah. And and we've, yeah. you, you got to start somewhere. To, we've talked to new narrators. We've talked to established narrators and all of yeah. them have. Uh, you know their stories to their stories to share as well as the stories that they are narrating so um it's yeah. it's all interesting to us I mean that's that's cool. how we met that's how we met Shiloh and um yeah you know she's she is a permanent friend of the show <laughs> right yeah oh she's great yeah. yeah we we're very close we I mean we talk Almost daily, just about hey, what are you doing? What you working on? Right. Water cooler, yeah. yeah, water cooler chats. We yeah. call it. I, I have a several narrator chats, but that's that's one of them. Nice. Well, and, and we, you yeah. know, all of you were alone in the booth. Otherwise, I mean, if you didn't mm-hmm. have those, it would just be completely solitary. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why the events are so refreshing and something to look forward to. Um, yeah. So you mentioned that you started in uh, paranormal and sci-fi and fantasy. And was was that because of just what came to you or because you were more interested in that genre to start off with? You know, I was familiar with that genre because I kind of started my book journey in 2020 listening to YA fantasy and then I wanted spi- more spice. Sure. And what came naturally was paranormal romance. It just seemed to follow in the you know the stream of going from YA fantasy to kind of romanticy and paranormal romance and then I started reading historical fiction like historical romance and then contemporary romance so it's been kind of a a journey for me in that way but I started working on a platform called ACX which is where you can independently produce audiobooks and I auditioned like the first book I auditioned for on February 1st that's why it's my anniversary I got the first book and it was like that's this awesome cute, yeah I had no idea what I was doing uh, but I got the first book I auditioned for and it was a reverse a reverse harem alien x-men I don't even know it was just <laughs> throw it all it was like this x-men mutants aliens special powers t- like telepathy like all of it just thrown in and uh time travel space travel it was really fun, actually. Sounds it's a like a great book. Yeah, it sounds but, fun. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. So that was my first book I ever did. And on ACX, that's kind of what's there. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of contemporary romance. Sure. 
Yeah. And that I wanted to always narrate romance. So the genres look like erotica, like straight up erotica or paranormal romance. And then you'll get very few um, contemporary romance like sprinkled in. So in my first year, that's kind of just what came to me. Succubus and right, I don't right. know what yeah. else. Succubus stuff. And... Shifters and <laughs> um, the, whole, the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. The shifters. Yeah. So I did that really primarily my first year. And then this March, I went to a book event in Seattle. Um, Love in Seattle? Love in Seattle. Yep. That's what it was. And um, I got connected with some folks from Pink Flamingo there. And so that was a great, a great connection I made. And um, I got on the Pink Flamingo roster and they're my first production company that I worked with and I love them. And so that's, it's always been the goal to work with production companies it's a lot easier yes, than producing yeah. books on my own it takes a lot less time so so that's why I started with paranormal romance it's not so much what I want to do anymore just of course I want to do the types of books that I would also want to read for pleasure so of course yeah we can't all I mean yeah that's why I'm in romance so have you always been a romance reader well since 2020 so not really that long and I just was I wasn't a great reader, really. I read the classic like fantasy series as a kid and in high school, and I had a bout of reading Twilight, you know, whenever year, whatever year that came out, what read Twilight on the beach once. But um, honestly, I have worked in retail for like 10 years. I just needed to survive and kind of be on my feet all day long evenings weekends and holidays you know how that is that is brutal um, yeah oh yeah (laughs) yeah and I just didn't have a lot of yeah I I think and then with two kids my son is nine I have a daughter who's six so these last few years have not I just haven't had a lot of time to read and I know that great readers in the book community they find the time but I didn't have the energy or the maybe a little bit of depression too. Yeah. I didn't have a hobby. Yeah. Right. You know, like I had so many like creative ambitions, but I did nothing except be with my kids when I could and survive. I feel you know? that like, in my bones. Just life. So, yes. well, when your kids are, and <laughs> yeah. when your kids are young, it's, yep. you know, it's, it's hard, hard to have any other priority other than them. Yeah. Um, and it's like your brain is really mush around the toddler's age. Oh, yeah. I don't know why that is, but like, yeah, you're just not, you're yeah. not yourself. Yeah. If you spend, I think if that you when spend kids, more time with, yeah. well, if you spend more time with a toddler than you do adults, then yeah, it, it happens quick. It, it does. Yeah. And I think it just took me some years for my kids to get a little older, get back in school. And then I kind of started waking up like, okay, what do I want to pursue again? And then I feel really, really lucky that I I get to be home now. So so I say I'm like a stay-at-home mom, but I'm also like going full speed steam right, ahead right. with audiobooks. So I need to probably stop saying that. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, no, I'm developing a whole other career. Even though I still keep saying I'm at home with my kids. But yeah, it's a career that allows you to be home with your kids. So it is still True. a career. It's that's right. Yeah. It's not a right. you know okay, I've got this, I've got a day job, plus I've got a hobby, plus I'm, you know, taking care of my kids. If you get, if you get the hobby to become the day job, then, you know, that's, that's, I know, it's so good. 
that's the beauty of it right there. I'm feeling gratitude. Yeah, I feel a lot of gratitude. I feel like I paid for it a little bit with the, yeah. the soul sucking years, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, retail uh, retail survivor uh, also. Yep. So yeah. Yep, same. Yeah. Yeah. same. I say I'm a retail escapee, like a retail management escapee. Right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you also are a community theater survivor welcome <laughs> as well. I know. And I, so that was I all have, like childhood community theater. Yeah. yeah. I have I have done yeah. my time there as well. Yeah. You know, when <laughs> it's, when it's a great place. both as both as a performer and a director when the uh you know the guy mm-hmm. who heads the community center says, okay, so you're going to put on the Wizard of Oz and I'm going to give you a makeup budget of $10. That should be enough, right? You know? <laughs> oh my so, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's using the same red lipstick tube. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh uh, my gosh. You know, if you do children's community theater, make be friends with the parents because they will make they will make or break that happening. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I I mean, I was a kid and a little bit in high school with the theater and for me it was just like dressing up and yeah. yeah. Lottie Dodd, like be bopping around on stage and having fun. And my mom is she's quite the creative too. And she says about community theater, she's like, community theater, if not for you, then for us. Right. Because <laughs> You've got all that yeah, that sort of fun. manic energy in yes. these in these um, kids who are basically born to be theater kids, and you've got to yeah. you've got to put it somewhere. Might as well you put it really on stage. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, that's what gave me like I guess the bug you could call it. But you know, it's I'm I'm learning now that my creativity was not fostered in the way it could have been or should have been as a as an adolescent it made me feel very like directionless because I I was such a creative and it was like I mean it was a death sentence for me not to be dramatic but that's kind of how I am it to do anything else that's what I do it like to do anything else was like I just felt very directionless like and I was a bad academic like I said not detail oriented enough to be a nerd about anything so you know, I now again, like I'm just so grateful and I'm grateful that I get to pay attention to my creativity again. And I'm so inspired by authors that are doing that and you guys with your podcast doing that and creating community and that it takes creative spark to, to be in this community. And like, yeah. So I feel like I'm in a good place now. Well, and, and so much of, you know, particularly post, post 2020, uh, it seems like the, the the creativity of the book community really comes out in social media, uh, you know, particularly on TikTok and on Instagram. And uh, yeah, uh, BookTok and Bookstagram are a thriving place to be. Um, and yeah. your place there is absolutely secured. Tell us about like what gave you the idea to start the audio sommelier? Okay. <laughs> um, well, back um, almost a, maybe in like January, almost a year ago, I was, so for voice actors, I don't know what the industry term is called, but voice actors will describe their voices, maybe on like voices one, two, three, they'll have bright, youthful, you know, whatever, or they'll have intelligent They'll have three 
tags to what their voice sounds like. And I've never, I had never really met with anyone in commercial voiceover or anyone to say, Victoria, I hear your voice. This is where I hear you. I hear you as, and I can't even tell you what I sound like now in a commercial sense, but whatever. If they were to say, I hear you as a motherly, like you could sell toothpaste as like a, you know, a mom, whatever. Okay. So I was on my, making my own website and trying to think of terms to describe my own voice. And in conversation with my sister, where all great conversations happen and all my great ideas come from, my sister, (laughs) I started kind of jokingly saying, oh, effervescent and, you know, the velvety with a certain <laughs> something of effulgent. Like, I just kind of yes, I, it, it's indulgent but crisp finish. You know, like I just kind of started to go off, and I I thought to myself, this is funny because actually it's true, right? Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, like, yeah it, it does. It it's does. silly, but it's also um, accurate. So uh, then I just got on my stories and I said, hey to my, you know, however many followers, I, I don't have that many followers, but I was like, Hey guys, uh, give me a name and I'll describe their, give me a narrator name and I'll describe their voice as fine wine. And no one responded. So I just answered my own question as one does when you're trying to make content. And so I just gave, uh, gave myself, you know, the names of all the narrators that I like, that I'd want to connect with, that I would love to lift up and recognize them for their voices that I love. And So I just made them as slides on my story. And then I'd been doing that for a few months. And I realized that Instagram is not for pictures and captions anymore. Right. Instagram is for reels. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's all about the reels and Instagram now. It really is. And I do love a beautiful picture and a beautiful caption. I'm simple like that. Uh, But now I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I have to make reels somehow. But. It, they're more fun and they're more engaged and more people see them when they're not just on my stories. So it's been really, really fun to make those. And um, I'll just kind of close my eyes and feel the feels and the vibes. And I think about texture and I think about the first impression of the voice and the last impression of the voice and where I hear this voice or see this person. And then a little, little descriptors come. So that's excellent. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah we've heard. You mentioned uh, a few of our favorite narrators and some that we have had on the show, like Shiloh and um, yeah. and Samantha Brentmore. Yeah. One of my favorites was when you did uh, Vikas Adam, because oh yeah, while we have not yet had him on the show, we have seen him at, or I've seen him in person at events, and he is exactly as you describe him. <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> which is which is why uh, which is why we said in the in the comments on that particular on that particular reel no lies detected because that was a hundred percent on the money (laughs) yes oh good yeah it's been really fun to um have the narrators respond to it because they're it's just such a different like they're not going to get an audible review that sounds like that right right you know so it's it's really fun. it also speaks very well to the the audiobook narrators supporting audiobook narrators yeah. um, which is so evident in everybody that we've talked to you know it's 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 such a it's such an inclusive and caring community that 
it's yeah. really nice it to really see. It really is. Yeah. And, yeah, and not to be, like, punny about it, but we're all very aware. The further along you get, you know that your voice is your own. Right. You right. can't imitate, and you can't be imitated. Yeah. And when someone, you know, the competition lessens for me because I I also have a belief that, like, whatever book I get is the book I'm supposed to have, the yes, one that's right. in front of me. Right. Yeah. And the voices are all so different. And they strike other ears differently, which is kind of funny to do the audio sommelier because I am being, like, distinctive and descriptive. But also... Some people can say, yeah, I heard all that in their voice and I don't, I still don't like their voice, <laughs> you know, so. Which is, you or, know, it's, it's yeah. a, it's a preference. I mean, you, you know, you don't drink all mm -hmm. the wine and I mean, I live, that's true. I have the Napa Valley in my backyard, you know, I tend to drink Italian wines and I, I don't drink California right. wines. Because <laughs> you have a taste, you have a particular I, palate. Yeah. See, I like a Northern yeah. California, but. I don't know how much I should confess, but like. Wine makes me puffy, and I barely right. even drink it. Yeah, no, that's except when I'm doing those videos, <laughs> and then I'll just make it an excuse to drink a glass of wine in the middle of the day. Like I need to get some B roll anyway, so so yeah. there you go. I you know, but if you can find that, if you can find that moment of this is you've hit your niche, you know, and and I think that uh... yeah, it is. It's it's fun to do. I also love to write about. Um, I do my like deeper musings on there too. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, I'm always like, I am kind of a, how do you put it? I, like I said, I love to mix business with pleasure. Yeah. And I love to have a philosophical conversation at a big party. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh, that's the I'm best. Like, so I, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm two different people inside. I'm like, I just want to like joke around. And then also I'm like, but let's talk about changing the world. Yeah. Right. How can yeah. we do both yeah, of these things? Yeah, we can things? do we can do both know. things. Yeah, changing time. the world through romance books. You know, interested in that. I mean, I if if world peace is achieved through love stories, that that seems to make total sense to me. It does. I mean, you're talking about yeah. you know stories that are by contract with the writer going to have a happy ending. That they yeah. are going to have people having the the good thing happen to them at the end yes no matter what yes. then that is something that's worth celebrating and that's something that you know if that is the attitude that you're looking at the world uh, or the yes. lens through which you're looking at the world I think that's a good thing I, I agree and I sometimes I look at my husband and I'm like we are just two humans we're just two humans we're just people who decided to communicate and commit and to make each other happy, like, to the best of our ability. We're just two people. Why can't the world just do that? <laughs> no, but I do, I do feel like love stories and art, I think it's, and creativity and authors, like, I don't know, starting to look like humanity's, like, most redeeming quality yes. yeah. is the art we can create. And, and it's the best and, human. Because we need to mention... Mm -hmm. uh, your most profound uh, audio, uh, audio sommelier episode when you did one for AI. and Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, was the, the one that was a big one. It was yeah. brilliant. It was brilliant because it was silence, because it has no taste. It has no, there's no flavor at all. 
Mm-hmm. Because human there's stories, there's no soul there. Yeah, there there's isn't. no soul. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Human stories told by humans. Yeah, exactly. End of end of uh, sentence. Exactly. That's that's it. Yep. And yep. You know, even when humans are being cruel or mean to other humans, it's still the human story. It is still mm-hmm. the human story. Um, whether mm-hmm. that's love, pain. Um, you know, joy, whatever. Uh, yeah. And it's and that was that when I saw that one, that was just like yes, 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I believe yeah. I believe she yeah. even sent that to me because yes. I do not spend a lot of time thank on social you. media. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah, thank you. That one was that I think folks really resonated resonated with that, and it was a great gotcha moment. Too. Oh, yeah. definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Gotcha. Well played. Well yeah. played. Very yes. well done. Well played. Well done. Uh, oh, you think I'm going to do another one of these tastings? Yeah, wow. No. <laughs> Fade to black. Cut to black. Yeah. Well, and you had also <laughs> mentioned that um, about your musings, and one of the ones that I found, I believe you posted it in December or late November, uh, about uh-huh. the um, 36, 24, 36. Oh, yeah. And uh, so explain to Zana a little bit about this one, because I I want to hear it in your yeah. voice rather than, you know, me just. Oh, yeah. That was like, I think I I posted that one actually up in the spring. Oh, like, OK. Uh, Earlier this it year. A while back. OK. It, yeah, it was a while back. And I only say that because I think I've kind of accidentally um, started to um, define my values by just kind of writing stories about how I'm connecting romance books with my own personal experience. So 36, 24, 36, that was a moment that I'll never forget that I saw a bumper sticker on a truck that had those three numbers. And I just remember seeing it and then asking my mom what it meant. And she kind of shook her head and exhaled and realized that she had to tell me you know, I think probably I'm putting that idea in her head. That's how I'd feel with my daughter. Okay, well, yeah, I'm going to tell you what those numbers are. And they're a bust measurement, a waist measurement, and a hip measurement for women. That is like an that's an old that's, ideal hourglass. Yeah. Oh, I see. The ideal. The, yeah. the, the and quote, unquote, was ideal. Yeah. The owner of that truck, <sighs> that was his idealized he's just some d-bag out there yeah yeah and just something demeaning and just like such a blatant message and didn't we all we all have blatant messages come at us all the time to tell us we literally don't measure right it's not it's not uh it's not a, a symbolic number it's like a literal number it's a literal measurement yeah it's a literal measurement and so you know, it was just kind of that moment where I was like, okay. See, when I see that, when I when I hear that, I I just think, maybe if she's five two, because isn't that the yeah song it's... lyrics for um, baby got baby back? got back? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, well, exactly. Yeah. But I'm those numbers. I guess have been used. I don't know if they were like beauty pageant measurements or or what, but. Yeah, I don't know how those numbers keep going I around. Mean, it's it's really the only person whose job it is to to stay at a particular measurement are fit models 
And then even and even yeah. the idea and even of a then, fit model. I mean, even then, a, it's, it's people cruel. people can be fit at any so body size. I mean, yeah. the idea of having you know, so maybe no, you know what? Even then, it doesn't make sense. I mean, well, even mannequins, even make mannequins. Not, I'm not talking 30s. about like uh, like an exercise, you know, or standard view. I know. I'm talking but, about fit models for clothing companies that that's what i mean that's what i mean so i i'm a seamstress and so i know that they're you know you've got your your plaques you know you've got this standard size fitting those don't fit anybody those don't fit anybody in real life and so you know as a Mm -hmm. as a seamstress i have to make changes to those for anybody i sew for you know whether it's myself or somebody else they never fit that standard so that standard is ridiculous to start with you know, it's if you're gonna make things, yeah. if you're gonna make a standard clothing based on that, then you're gonna make everybody unhappy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's just the thing, aren't we all just all unhappy? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like I saw that, and then well, I I had that memory kind of honestly like resurface in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like because of course that's such a small moment, but a small moment, big impact. <laughs> exactly, and the romance books that I started reading especially in like historical romance. Oh gosh. Yeah. The heroes and sometimes the heroines are literally physically scarred. Mm, right. Yeah. Like that's a, tro- a trope and a trend in, right. in romance books or they're like, they're, they have a physical imperfection and it's actually part of the sweeping love story is, are these physical imperfections. And I always say like, to me, it's not necessarily one particular romance book that like speaks for all of them it's kind of the collective voice and I think like collectively it's this it's what readers want it's what authors are giving us it's a reflection on what the society wants so I think it's kind of the trends are the trends are always moving and growing of course like romance books in the 70s are not what they are today oh but, like, god no <laughs> yeah no but the scars really impacted me and it made me think Women are so, are so beautifully deep that of course, yeah, like there's a bunch of covers with the six pack abs and all of that, but really like the soul of these romance books is to have these scarred heroes and they're loved not even in spite of those things, but because of those things, or it doesn't even matter what these imperfections are. Like we want them all because we believe that love has the power to heal these scars internal and external and like I don't know and then I kind of just it came to me that there's a different measurement that we have in love love stories you know where some d-bag with a bumper sticker on his truck has his measurements and you know here we are this community of writers and thinkers talking about love and we are ready to just take it all on you know, no matter what your size or your physical imperfections, like it's a love story to us. And I just love like, I don't know, I love that beauty of being able to love so deeply. And it's so much more real. That's how we love. We love with everything on the line, especially especially women. You know, we're ready to we're ready to heal. So anyway. And yeah, and yeah we I mean, we've. <clears throat> You know, we've reviewed on this show so many, um, so many different stories where there's something that is not, doesn't fit some predetermined standard 
about both mm-hmm. characters in the story. You know, it, it, yep. it can be emotional scarring. It can be, it can be physical. It can be, you know, some, some place where that, um, you know, those imperfections stand out and actually make, it makes the characters more interesting for me. Um, oh, sure, yeah. yeah. You know, and I think I, I think with the Barbie movie coming out in 2023, that that like sort of <laughs> like put this all into into big, big, um, uh, you know, a, a big spotlight put on it because. Yeah, it's the big message. It's like it's what we all want right now. Like we're so tired of these shallow, shallow messages that just overlook the reality of the human existence you know which is so interesting because romance is this escape but I don't know you get people sitting down and writing what's on their heart and that's what you get you get people ready to to love imperfect people and so is why I point out that that I posted that so many months ago like I started kind of making these posts about why romance books have changed my life and changed my understanding about lots of things. Um, and then I kind of realized from those stories, I was like, Oh, like these are also the kinds of books that I do want to narrate. If I can, if an author can find me or see me on social media and they see that I have this value I want them to know that I'm going to take care of their story as best I can. And I want to be trusted with it because I'm this just what I care about, you know? And, um, so I, I feel like we're bringing it full circle to, um, and I'm going to introduce my own book here. Cause I'm, I already told the author, I'm like, I'm going on the road for this book, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going on tour, another club. We, we, oh, like, we take all the plugs, all, all the yes. plugs, yeah. all the okay. plugs. Well, and we it's, bring it on. It, <laughs> and this is uh, pretty selfless because this was a Tantor production, so the paycheck's already been cut for me. Okay. But I just want people to know. like, um, So Out on a Limb by Hannah Bonham Young was my most recent release. Mm-hmm. Um, and she found me on Instagram and the things I had posted about like accepting and loving people as they are. Um, it really spoke to her and so we've connected over that That's and nice. i got to narrate oh. her book and it's it fantastic like, it's such a gift to me i i love that book yeah. so um wonderful and literally the main male character has a um he, his leg has been amputated below the knee so he wears a prosthesis and the main female character has an underdeveloped hand um and so out on a limb the name is punny because oh yeah see i love i love the puns i love the puns of romance books (laughs) this is i think what what got uh you know it wasn't my enthusiasm about romance no it was was if anything that was a little off-putting no i'm just kidding yeah yeah. no and the (laughs) historical romances are really guilty that i i have a joke like you read the most amazing like historical romance like complicated characters gorgeous setting descriptions of lush and then what's it called the duke with the dump truck booty or like (laughs) or like rolling the hay with the duke all day you know and it's just like what the heck (laughs) i'm like why did you call it that Uh... this is such a this is 
this book I guess we're not taking the title seriously. Like the book is serious yeah, and it'll right, change you. Right. But like, anyway, so. Well, and, and you know, I mean, I've been reading romance for <laughs> ever. And, and yeah. you know, I mean, those, those early titles and historicals started off with things like, you know, Savage Secret that, that like it told you nothing. Yeah. Nothing. At least, oh, that's at least true. with the that's punny true. titles, it tries to tell you right. something. No, you I know, like that so... out on a limb. That's that's, that's very clever. Yeah. Yeah, out on a limb. Yeah, it's a really sweet book. And it was just single point of view. So I got to do the whole thing. And uh, yeah, I was like, okay, this is cool. If our if our values can match like this, if I can, you know, I, and again, like I say, it's the collective. It's really the collective voice of romance for me. So I love it all. But like when a specific book can really touch the heart. Yeah. Yeah, the heart of it all. I'm sign me up, please. Okay, we're adding we're adding this one to our review list, Santa. I'm saving okay. it now. So okay, because I, I I'm just I'm listening and going. Yeah, I want to read that. I want to read that. I want to listen to that. So it's very sweet. It's like it really is just a very human, like natural unfolding of a love story. Very low angst, but like every chapter will just make you like melt a little on the inside. Oh, nice. Just yeah. Nice. It's like sweet, sweet, sweet. I so. read an awful lot of dark romance in 2023, so low angst is a nice oh, yeah. refresher. <laughs> it re- yeah, it really will be then. Yeah, my palate, uh, good cleanser. palate cleanser to bring it back yeah. to the sommelier. Yes, that's what they say. <laughs> yes, quite, quite, quite. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So I was because I had initially had the thought to put you on the spot and say. Okay, describe uh, describe the Cup and Saucy Book Club as the as you were the audience um, only, but why? I will not do that to you. <laughs> I will. I'll um, I'll ruminate on it for a little bit though. I'll I'll let it macerate. You know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Something. Sounds good. Know. Yep. All right. I'll let the flavors kind of aerate and right. and get back to you. It, it does take me like a little bit of time to. Do oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. I do kind of. I have to kind of sit and think about it, and and it shows because you're it, it's it's very it's thoughtful. A, yeah, it's very thoughtful, and so thank you. You know, it's not just like oh, I'm just gonna pull some random words out of a hat and see. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. See if it see if it lands, you know. Uh, yeah, but no, yeah. It, it really does. It it really does um, show that you're that you put a lot of uh, thought and care into those into those reels. So um we're and we are listening so (laughs) we see it oh good okay yeah no i'll make more i slowed down a little because i have a lot of books to record this month sure yeah Yeah, well you know pay pay paychecks i was gonna say if you see a ton of audio somali uh reels just know like victoria needs a job (laughs) 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 tell your friends uh victoria needs a project because uh she's just out here drinking wine drinking voices in the middle of the day Uh, so no well, we yeah. we are glad that you had uh, time, and I know what is a busy schedule right now to uh, yes to stop and chat with us. So thank oh, you thank so you. much thank for being you. on the show, Victoria. Thank you yeah, so much. I you. love talking to you guys. I can't wait to party with you in the spring. Yes, Make business and pleasure. Absolutely, Readers awesome. Take Denver. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. Yeah, links to all of Victoria's social media, including the audio sommelier content, as well as everything else that we've talked about today can be found in the show notes for this episode on our website, 
cupandsaucybooks.com. Follow us on social media and wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing and leave us a review. We're on Instagram and TikTok as Cup and Saucy Books. Thank you for joining us for the Cup and Saucy Book Club. Join us next time for another chat with a special guest from the world of books. And probably tangents. Happy reading. Cheers. 